catching you up on the latest stories that you should know heading into this Tuesday morning. I'm Sarah Sowers, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Tuesday, November 8, marks midterm election day, and in early voting, nearly 30% of ballots have already been cast in Florida. From local election candidates to state races and referendums, voters across the state can still make their voices heard before polls close. I spoke with independent Florida Alligator elections reporter Heather Bushman about what races to watch for in Alachua County and around the state as more votes come in tonight. Just kind of things to look out for, I think, in this election. Um, Gainesville is going to play a huge role. You know, it's the blue dot in the Red Sea. That's always what happens. Um, so in those key Alachua County races for commissioners, definitely county commissioners. So you've got District 1, uh, District 2, and District 4 on the ballot. Um, those are going to be really key. District 1 is really one to look at. So it's Mary Alford and Ramey Eagle Glenn. Alford lost her seat, actually, the Democratic candidate in I believe May of this year when she was found in violation of her residency requirements and Eagle Glenn, the Republican candidate, was appointed by DeSantis to replace her. That's just always going to be a huge one to watch. The Republicans have really made a push in campaign finances. They've they've done some, you know, pretty pretty heavy fundraising efforts. So the, according to finance data, you know, they're kind of neck and neck. But of course, Gainesville being that blue dot in, in the Red Sea of Alachua County is going to sway that election. So what are we seeing for congressional seats and state legislative races? I guess in terms of those bigger races, uh, incumbents is really the name of the game. So you've got Kat Kamek, who has built a really strong supporter base over her past two years. She served her first term in, in Congress in the U.S. House. Um, she won in 2020 as a Republican candidate, and she's just built such a strong foundation here. I mean, just the campaign finance data alone, she's already eclipsing $2 million, which is really massive. And it's the same thing with, with candidates like Chuck Clemens and Keith Perry in those state House and, and state Senate races. So incumbency in, in those legislative roles is really going to be huge. So just keep an eye who's in office right now and, and how they're going to maintain their supporter base. What role will Alachua County voters play in the gubernatorial and Senate races? I mean, like I said, Alachua County, just because of Gainesville being the blue dot and, and Alachua County kind of leaning Democrat, that's going to be huge in the gubernatorial election, um, just being in a college town and being having that population. We have the potential to really sway that governor's election for sure. I mean, obviously, right now, DeSantis is is pretty heavily favored, but blue counties like Alachua County, um, you know, Orange County in Orlando, Miami-Dade County, those who historically vote Democrat, those are always going to be huge in the election. Um, DeSantis' first term against Andrew Gillum, or first election rather, he didn't win by much. So those historically blue counties are going to have a huge sway in national elections. Um, yeah, state and national. So when you're looking at the Senate race against um, with, with Rubio and Demings for the U.S. Senate, I mean, right now, Demings, in, in terms of campaign finance data, which, you know, we use to project races, usually the candidate who spends the most and also is getting the most contributions wins their races. So Demings is outweighing Rubio in terms of campaign finances. So that race, I mean, it leans Republican just because Rubio's been in that position for, I believe, since 2011. He's won two terms, which has been, and he's a pretty storied, you know, set incumbent, but, you know, it can go either way. So, I mean, yeah, just keep an eye on those blue counties for sure, like Alachua has kind of proven to be in those bigger races. And what does voter turnout look like right now in comparison to past elections? We're on track right now, Alachua County is, to, to meet those numbers, 64% in the 2018 midterms. Um, I mean, you know, historically, presidential elections definitely get more. I think in 2020, it was, yeah, 75%, which was really, really huge. But, you know, at 30% right now for early voting, um, 
obviously most people are going to vote on election day. Those early ballots are uh, usually just for people who like to mail in or, or really want to be civically engaged. But um, yeah, turnout, I think people really understand this year. There is a lot at stake, just based on me talking to voters. I've heard that this is the most important election to a lot of people, just in terms of all the issues. Abortion rights, for sure. You know, immigration. Um, things are at stake, I guess. So and people are, are starting to listen. And I, I, I'm i very curious to see what turnout's going to be with everything that's happened this year in terms of, you know, Roe v. Wade and just everything that's been going on in the governor's office. I At the state and national levels, I think there's just going to be people are going to be enthusiastic. So keep an eye. So if voters are still looking to cast their ballot today, where and how can they vote? There are, I mean, 64 precincts in Alachua County. And, you know, your precinct is probably going to be feet, if not minutes from you. So what you can do is you can go to the Alachua County Supervisor of Elections website. Go ahead and just enter your name and your date of birth, and it'll give you all the information you need to know. It'll give you a sample ballot and also tell you where your polling place is. Uh, Super important to check that just because in 2020, Florida redistricted. So polling places have changed. And you're also voting for different candidates. Um, You know, right now, uh, when you look at those state Senate, state House races, um, the candidate who's running for District 20 is now running for District 21. Candidate who's running for District 21 is now running for District 22. So just pay super close attention because it's kind of thrown a lot of people off um, walking into the wrong polling places. But yeah, you know, Supervisor Elections website, and it'll give you your polling place. Polling places are open from 7 to 7, November 8th. That was independent Florida alligator reporter Heather Bushman talking about the 2022 midterm election in Alachua County and around the state. For more election coverage tonight, be sure to tune in or check out our website at wuft.org for live updates. Now for today's top headlines. UF President Ben Sasse's contract has been sent to the Board of Governors for approval. According to WCJB, Sass would receive a base salary of $1 million a year with 4% annual raises and 15% performance bonuses. Sass was voted the university's president-elect on November 1st. A U.S. district judge has tossed out a lawsuit filed by Florida Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed and other plaintiffs challenging federal prohibitions on medical marijuana patients buying and possessing guns. Florida News Service reports the dispute has been rooted in a conflict between federal and state laws which bar certain people from buying and possessing guns, including people who use drugs illegally. Hurricane watches are in effect along much of Florida's east coast ahead of subtropical storm Nicole making landfall later this week. Florida Public Radio Emergency Network reports Nicole may strengthen into a hurricane by Wednesday night or Thursday morning. For the latest on Nicole's path, check out WUFT.org. Subscribe to the Point Newsletter, which drops the latest stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Sarah Sowers, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a nice day.